Hi, Gigi gang. What's up? It's Cassie and Kristen. And we are excited to be back chatting about all the things. Gossiping about all the things. Yes, gossiping. Excuse me. We're gossip girlies. Um, So Kristen is going to start by talking about something I had no idea about. I didn't even know it existed. So I am very intrigued to hear what Kristen has to say right now. Okay, well, if you didn't know that this existed, then this is just further evidence that we are on like just complete opposite ends of the internet. Like (laughs) we're not even in the same solar system. Because every time I get on Instagram and Twitter, whatever it is, I'm seeing something going on about this thing. And what I want to talk about is Prince Harry's book, Spare, that's coming out on Tuesday the 10th we're recording this on um Sunday so by the time you're listening to this the book will be out um but it's called Spare and it's Prince Harry's memoir written by him this is like the first you know like first person kind of thing that he's ever written um which by the way do you know where the like the book's called Spare do you know where that term comes from honestly I as soon as you said the title I was like what does that even mean so People say, I think it's like an old, like royal thing that people say in royal families, you have the heir and the spare. So like in this case, like Harry is the spare. Like the spare tire. Exactly. Yeah. Like the spare, (laughs) the spare kid, like William is the heir and then Harry is the spare. So that's why it's called spare, which automatically off the bat, like just hearing when I first saw that the memoir is going to be titled that I was like oh like this is where this is going like yeah that's definitely alluding to some tea being spilled that is a tone setter for sure because people you know will say the air and the spare obviously he is very aware that that's a aware that he is the spare (laughs) Um, but you know it's not like you know memories of a prince or you know like something like whimsical life of a prince boy (laughs) exactly and the the cover is just like a front-on shot of him having a very like neutral face is it black and white no it's in color okay Okay. but it's like it's like a really like close-up picture and it just says spare um so there's been a ton of activity with Harry and Meghan recently. If y'all saw the Instagram story I posted a while ago it was shortly before the new year but Harry and Meghan came out with like a six-part Netflix documentary um basically about themselves yes um we won't go we won't go down that path but I'll just say (laughs) they they put it out there but they also they're like really active now in terms of like they have a podcast and they have like other like blogs and stuff that they do yeah um but this was all leading up to you know Harry's memoir so with Harry's memoir coming out a few things have leaked slash, you know, are strategically placed because if you know anything mm-hmm. about the royal family, like nothing is really leaked, mm-hmm. you know, like the actual good stuff does not get leaked. It gets like right. strategically sort of like given out to the media. So anyways, right, right. there's been a lot of um, tea droplets being spilt to you know drive up those book sales the first one being which obviously we all want to know the relationship between harry and william well harry tells a story in the memoir about william like pushing him to the ground recent like when when harry and megan were dating william had a confrontation with harry pushed him to the ground william like or excuse me harry like fell onto a dog bowl that broke into a million pieces and like glass got stuck in his back oh my god that's so dangerous yes there was a lot like hit his spinal cord or something oh my god yes so (laughs) i'm like over here like gray's anatomy and the shit out of what if you have spinal cord injury oh my god can you imagine oh my god i wonder how the royal family would like cover that up oh my gosh i don't know if it was actually because it it all stemmed from an argument that they were having about Megan like mm-hmm. because you know we've heard rumblings forever that like the royal family doesn't like Megan right you know for a variety of reasons whether they are racially motivated or she's American you know whatever so that came out so we're like okay Harry like <laughs> you are 
there are no holds barred here. So I'm very, I mean, I would be intrigued anyways, even if it were like the biggest like fluff piece ever of him, mm-hmm. you know, writing about how much he loved growing up in the royal family and everything's wonderful and great, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But no, sounds like it's going to be very delicious tea. And I'm very intrigued. So I definitely will be reading. Um, if if you want to hear my review, I can gladly give that. But I understand that you don't really care at all about the royal family. So look, I'm going to be really honest with you in general. It's not that I don't care at all. I just it's not something that I seek out. Um, or maybe even like you were saying, like we're on different sides of the internet, which makes for great podcast content because then Mm -hmm. we can talk about all the things, um, you have me interested for sure, especially with that story. Um, I think what I would say is I'm definitely very interested in hearing your review and hearing the hot takes from it. Will I be reading it? Probably not. But will I say that Kristen Steele's review is probably more interesting to me than the book in (gasps) general? That's 100% accurate. I am touched. Yeah. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you so much. Yeah. Why read when you can tell me about it? So much better. So also speaking of which, I follow a royal blogger and it literally, she just started as an Instagrammer, just like post, she was just obsessed with the royal family and she, uh-huh. so she started posting um, Instagram stories, especially about fashion that the women would wear. But now she's like created a whole career. Like she wrote a book. She's on TV all the time. She's on podcasts all the time. Anyways, oh, wow. So she is like knee deep in all of this, you know. And so she, all this stuff is coming out, especially in the British media, just headlines about what the book is going to, you know, some of the things that are going to be in the book. And she has refused to really pay any of it any attention because she's like, I know that these are just sort of like clickbaity headline mm-hmm. kind of things. Like these are just the most like, crazy parts of the book she's like I want to get the entire like I want the whole context of the book kind of thing mm-hmm. and then additionally she was like I also don't want to read the book I want to hear it as an audiobook because okay. she was like I want to hear Harry's voice right and where he like it. fluctuates and maybe hesitates a little bit more and things like that right which I definitely th- like I definitely feel like that puts an even bigger like <laughs> emphasis on certain things that you may not have caught by reading it right and so I'm currently dabbling in audiobooks right now mm-hmm. I haven't ever been like the biggest audiobook girly yeah but I'm doing one right now and I so far so good I'm liking it and I have heard that people say that you know especially with memoirs it's mm-hmm. really powerful to hear the person narrating the audiobook like mm-hmm. did you read Jessica Simpson's memoir oh did I okay yes. I, was gonna say, I thought you did did you read it or did you do the audiobook I read it I definitely would have loved to have heard it in her voice though because okay. she talks about like like stuff that most people would talk about in their lives yeah. um which read it or audiobook a hundred percent would recommend that and y'all mm-hmm. know I don't read so so <laughs> the two books true. y'all have heard that I have read are Farrah Abram <laughs> and Jessica Simpson if that tells you anything <laughs> well I was gonna say you had a lot to say about Miss Farrah's books so. honestly it was good I flew through it it was great <laughs> she just couldn't put it down yeah I I couldn't put that Kindle down it was attached to my hip so I I am very much anticipating this book. I'm like trying to kind of as much as I love the noise and reading like, oh, my God, like that's going to be in there. I'm trying to block it out because it's also like if you step back and take a look at all of this, I kind of had weird feelings about the whole Harry and Meghan thing because it's mm-hmm. like they've removed themselves from the royal family and moved to California just because they were like we hate the spotlight we want people to leave us alone then it's like man so why are you out here writing whole ass memoirs where you are like divulging your family's biggest secrets I mean live your life but like I don't know we had literally forgotten about y'all and then all of a sudden you're out here making documentaries and being on podcasts starting your own podcast writing blogs Mm -hmm. writing books it's just like I need y'all to pick a lane like we all respected when you decided to leave and that you didn't want that and we were like oh that's cool like y'all do whatever but then it's like now you're coming back and doing the opposite of everything that you said you wanted to do and I understand that they got paid a lot of money for that Netflix documentary. Oh, I'm, and I'm sure. sure that book is going to earn 
him a pretty penny. Yes. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder, like, were they running out of money? Did they were they not able to find another source of income? I know, I know, because that's a big thing is now that they're like completely cut off from royal funding. And they were talking about it in the um, Netflix documentary, too, that they even mm-hmm. lost their like the royal family isn't paying for their security anymore. Mm. That's part of it. And of course, like, you know, with them, they like need a lot of security and stuff. Right. Um, so I agree where I'm like, are y'all, I don't know, but it's like, I feel like there are other ways that you could do this rather than like putting out memoirs and making Netflix documentaries, which also, why don't you space it out a little bit? I, like, I know it's like they fucking vomited their presence on us right like we, and I feel like it's so interesting to me like when Jessica Simpson put out her book to me mm-hmm. it's like you get you get one memoir and that's it yeah unless you are like the pope or something I don't know <laughs> but like Harry this is your one book like you sure you want to do it now you don't want to wait 10 years right to when we've kind of like forgotten a little bit about you and now you got to bring it back up right whereas now like there it's just I mean granted I am not doing a very good job of avoiding it but like (laughs) you know I could be like you and just have absolutely no idea what's going on but there's just a ton of content out there that they're shoving down our throats and it's just like do y'all just want to like chill for a year or two (laughs) and then come back like where are your kids yeah what are they doing (laughs) the uh Archie and Lilibet Lilibet yes that is something (laughs) well to be fair that is queen elizabeth's nickname oh okay well but they they like dead ass named her little bet though like that's like the baby's name (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah now archie is cute i like archie yeah that is cute and fun it is i just Um, don't know how it'll appear on like a 30 year old man though like it's cute because he's a baby but you know, I think that all the time now, because I mean, we are just in the day and age right now where people just be naming their babies, whatever. And it's just <laughs> Literally. like, I, I, and I'm like, are you going to work with a 40 year old named Kinsley? Exactly. Like, that's exactly. so weird to me. I, don't know. I, I remember the first time I ever thought about that was literally when Macy from Teen Mom named her son Bentley, because I was like, oh, that's cute. And you know, when he was little, it was so cute. But then I was like, could you imagine going into like a carpet land and the general manager who's helping you purchase your rugs name is fucking Bentley? Like, not the carpet land. I mean, sorry, Bentley, I don't really see you going too far in life, but at least I made you the general manager. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But oh just thinking God, about yes. a 40 year old Bentley, like, yeah. Do y'all not think about this stuff? I don't know people are very nearsighted yeah like let's get some longevity out of this name like i'd rather you name them something like everybody like grayson or liam than bentley or lakin yeah Yeah. lakin is a really weird name i don't know i also like it just doesn't sound nice to me or Or uh gosh i can't remember her name now princess goddess or something whatever nick one of nick cannon's 800 children (laughs) Her name is like Princess Beautiful or something. <laughs> Princess guy. I mean, I'll have to disagree with you on that one because I think that name is timeless. <laughs> I think Kristen's got her baby name picked out. <laughs> so anyways, this has been Kristen's Royal Corner. <laughs> I, oh, I love it. The it. Royal Corner. Um. So yeah, I, I'll come back eventually with a little review and I'll let you know how it is it sounds like it's going to be juicy but then also too when they have these leaks like this you wonder like are these the juiciest stories because it's like I already know them now when I read the book it's like nothing's going to be crazier than that yeah I was thinking that too because I feel like you know I I don't know about you but I'm not a huge movie trailer watcher um and I do try to avoid them if it's a movie I want to see especially Mm -hmm. because I love thriller horror movies and I feel like in the trailer they always give away the best parts mm-hmm. so then you watch the movie and the movie doesn't seem that good because you already saw everything that was worth seeing right so it's like did I already read everything worth reading right I don't even need to I don't need to fill in the the rest of the 
the junk that's in there. Yeah. I don't need to read about your nice horseback riding trip <laughs> with your mom. I don't care. But then also with movie trailers though, I've had experiences recently where I'll see a movie trailer and I'm like, oh my God, that looks so good. I really want to see it. And then a few weeks go by and they release a second new trailer and it's entirely different. And it's like, maybe I don't want to see that. <laughs> like the, the way that y'all just redid it, it you had me. But and then, then you lost that. me. You had me on the hook and now I'm off. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's just like sometimes, and they like completely change the tone of it. And I'm like, no, I'm not as interested. I don't know. Also, like, what are you putting out the whole freaking movie and the trailers? Like, why do you need two? Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. Speaking of trailers, though, and then we really will move on. Have you, <laughs> and I know this is not your genre, but it has, I've seen, I feel like I've seen it 12 times watching freaking hulu where it has commercials um for <laughs> or <laughs> i'm sick yeah apparently sometimes lifetime doesn't allow you to actually not have ads for commercials um mm. i know it's annoying but um so there's this movie called megan that's coming oh out. my god <laughs> You already oh hate God. it. <laughs> I just see pictures of Megan and I saw this like BuzzFeed uh, <laughs> article that was like, Megan is the internet's new favorite haunted doll. <laughs> like the internet loves it, loves Megan more than Chucky. And I'm like, I hate uh, both oh. I mean, I wouldn't go that far as Chucky is literally a cult classic that will live on forever, even though the movies are terrible. Um, but it's just like so funny. Like the commercials that you see, there are parts where it's like obvious that she's like scary, uh -huh. but then there are other parts where she's like dancing and you're just like, <laughs> what is going on? Like it, it might be like a spoof. Yeah, right. It's like, is this scary movie or is this like scream? Like, I don't really know a hundred percent what the vibe is yeah um but yes i'm very intrigued by that so i definitely will be watching it um also may I ask why is it m3 gin i'm assuming because she's like a robot of some sort oh. or like you know like ai or something like that so they like tried okay. to keep it like r2d2 i gotcha okay i didn't know if this was the third one no that's I what this is the i first was like one. have i missed the first two but like there's a lot of like hubbub about megan so yes i i'm very excited to see that one might actually have to go to a theater to even see it so that's <sighs> even wilder what's that i know right i've been seeing all the new movies on freaking paramount plus so i'm like ugh, i have to go out with the peasants and watch movies <laughs> sit in a dirty old chair <laughs> i know it really is just because the movie theater here is just not as good as the one in arlington I apologize. I'll get through it somehow, hopefully. So speaking of getting through it, someone might have six and a half years of getting through something. <laughs> getting through it. If y'all don't know who we're talking about, you live under the most massive rock that has ever been placed on this planet. We may be on different quarters of the internet, but if you don't know this, then you are just not on the internet exactly and for that i actually applaud you that you even found this podcast yeah right thank you for listening <laughs> but... so oh. cassie break it down for us all right guys i'm getting really close to the mic because this is serious okay jen shaw has officially been sentenced to six and a half years and i am curious to hear do you think that was a fair amount of time or do you think they were too lenient? Are you actually asking me or is that rhetorical? No, I'm actually asking you. <laughs> <laughs> so based on what I've read online, I think, I think that was like on the higher end of her sentencing right and it's like other people who, who who a have been involved in this case or b who have been convicted of similar crimes they did not have that long of a sentence is that right yes and i wonder i, I would say probably the plea deal helped her to get a lower like because i think it was like up to 178 months i think is what it was and they ended up giving okay. her like 138 or so i i don't know the exact numbers but yes she did not get the maximum 
the maximum was definitely a lot lower than what it would have been if she would have continued claiming she was innocent and the trial proved her guilty so that was smart on her part so Um, up to this point is she still maintaining her innocence or has she dropped that i mean she did plead guilty finally back in gosh november maybe october um but yeah that i so i was actually reading an article you know when all this stuff was coming out actually pause i want to hear your answer i'm so sorry my answer Yes, as to if you think it was harsh or not. No. I mean, I think it, I think it's just right because, you know, it, it. she's going to have a life eventually. Like, you know, six years, she'll get out and, you know, she'll have a life and do whatever. However, she also ruined a bunch of other people's lives mm-hmm. in like a really shady way. You know, I, white collar crime is like so weird because it's like you didn't murder somebody but you also like ruin a lot of other people's lives so i especially old people exactly yeah and so i think that it was i'm satisfied with it because i feel like it was just enough because it also sets an example too where it's like you can't do this and then get you know 30 days or Mm -hmm. even like probation or anything like that right because it's still like i mean her life is ruined now too a hundred but it's like she's not going to spend the rest of her life in jail yeah so the internet is is upset and they think that they were too lenient on her i agree with you i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's too lenient um and i'm assuming also she probably got a higher sentence than like most of the other people that were involved just because like it was her company like Mm mm-hmm at the end of the day regardless of if she knew or not like she was responsible because she's operating the business um so I also read is it uh, I'm gonna sound really stupid but is it a deposition when the person like reads a speech uh sentencing oh no um well who read a speech one of the victims Oh, um, no, that would just be like her giving a speech. A deposition is basically like when they're still like gathering evidence, you would give um, a deposition that was like, I saw Cassie walking down the street on Tuesday in a red shirt with a knife in her hand. Like that <laughs> would be, a de- you know, I would, that would be a deposition. But like, okay. I think, I don't, it, I think it does have a name, but basically did she like read a letter that was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, well, I guess no. Is she if she's saying she's innocent, then she didn't apologize. Well, no, she she remember she entered a, a guilty plea. Oh, that's so right. Yes, yes. She has pled guilty, so it basically was like she said that she felt like she had been ignoring kind of like some mental issues because I think the same year she got caught was like after her dad died and you could tell she was just like not doing well after that happened but Mm -hmm. so she was alleging that she was ignoring some like mental issues and sort of like disassociated from everything um and now that she's been able to get therapy and get on the right medication she's able to see clearly now like the wrongdoings of her actions so I guess that's kind of like her explanation as to like why she didn't stop it when it was happening and why she maintained her innocence um and she apparently started the justice for jen sales like shirts and buttons and whatever and plans to give all of those proceeds to the victims oh my god so it's like you got this (laughs) money from people buying things that said to free me yeah but also why are you making excuses (laughs) like that's like what do you i i get maybe it makes her feel better and it's like part of her healing for her to say like you know i was not right at this point in time when i did these things but also like why like save it jen like save it i know it's She's still claiming that she's on oh, no. the next season of The Housewives <laughs> of Salt Lake City. And I'm just like, what? Is Andy Cohen going to come fucking visit you in the penitentiary for like three months in a row? Like, what do you mean? You're going to oh, be in it. The girls are going to come talk to you and have conjugal visits. 
<laughs> yeah. So do you know if anyone from the show was there for her sentencing? Or I don't know. Anything? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea, especially because it was in New York. I don't know that any of them would have flown mm-hmm. out to go see it. Um, That's true. But it's, I, I actually think that Whitney talked about in one of the recent episodes about going to see Jim for a conjugal <laughs> visit. And they were like, no, not a conjugal visit. That's where you have sex. And Whitney was like, <laughs> I was like, so you're going to go have sex with Jen. Got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's like the. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think the conjugal vi- visits are the ones that you have, like, without supervision. Yes, exactly. It's where a husband and a wife are supposed to <laughs> conjugate, if you will. <laughs> that's hilarious. So I guess these are these were all federal crimes right like these all like she's going to federal prison yeah so um I actually had commented about it on someone's post about like if they thought the sin if you know it was like they posted about it and they were like do you think the sentence is light enough or not and basically I was just like I don't I feel like I don't know enough about it to speak on it, but like, I feel bad for her and I feel bad for her family. But at the same time, like, I understand what she did is really wrong. So, um, I was like, I just like, don't like, it's hard. I've always liked Jen since the first episode of freaking real housewives of Salt Lake city. I, I just loved her. Her energy is just, she's so unique. It's hard. I feel like it's hard not to like Jen, even when she's a bitch, so I think there's still a part of me that's like, oh, Jen. come on, girl, come on. Um, but according to someone who responded to my comment, um, she's trying to go to like a drug facility prison or something. What? So that she does, or a drug rehabilitation prison. I, I don't know exactly, but apparently the type of crime that she has committed going into you know, whatever facility you normally would go into with that type of charge, there isn't as much opportunity to get time knocked off for good behavior. Uh, like, like she could maybe knock off like two months of her sentence. Okay. Whereas in this other facility, I think she would be able to probably only be in there for like three years, like half the sentence. Okay. So I think, oh my gosh, I, I just, remembered something else did you read about the restraining order that yes. a woman put out against Jen Shaw yeah but all of this came out just like last week right yes I was so shook to my core because if there is one thing that I believed there there had been rumors even on the show that Jen had cheated on her husband and I was like I don't care what you think about Jen I don't care what you say about Jen but she loves that man like she would never cheat on him Ouch. Oh, the devastation that rolled across my body when I heard about this. So quick summary in case um, our listeners are not familiar. A woman in Las Vegas, Nevada, I think in 2019, took out a restraining order against Jen. The reason being was that Jen was having an affair with uh, allegedly, allegedly having an affair with this woman's husband. Um, and when the the woman found out, she took screenshots of the text messages and sent it to the sweet baby angel coach Shaw. Um, and Jen drove to Las Vegas, Nevada to physically confront this woman on her front porch. Um, so, yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> Jen Shaw, I mean, like you said, she is just undeniably herself. That is so true. But, yeah, that one that one really shook me. I was like, What? Jen, come on, girl. So that, I mean, all that literally came out last week, days before the sentencing. And so the judge took that into consideration during the the sentencing, right? Yes, because I I don't remember exactly what happened. I'm assuming the prosecution brought it up. Um, Yeah. Because for some reason, I feel like I read that that's how it, it like came out because of the trial, not like someone shared it or anything uh-huh <sighs> oh jen she built different so yeah yeah i i do feel bad for coach shaw i mean and, and i mean her kids are well she at least has one kid who's young, young right she has two kids i think 
maybe like 10 and 14. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, they're young, but they're also definitely old enough to understand like what you did and what's going on and why you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they're going to be adults when she gets out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy to think about. Whatever happened to um her assistant? you know honestly i don't know i need to look into that i'm i'm not entirely sure what happened to him um but on this most recent episode one of the friends of a friend that i don't even know why she's there she's so boring but um (laughs) she was telling jen that she knows someone who worked at jen's company and actually became an fbi informant and worked with the prosecution to establish the case what and i'm just like first of all you're outing an fbi informant yeah i don't think that's supposed to happen um do you want to join jen in the penitentiary girl because <laughs> uh... dude but i yeah. want to be an fbi informant That'd we are Oh, true. That's what we do here. <laughs> We're the FBI daily. So you also have some new information to share as an informant based on Miss Miss Heather and her yes. medical situation going on. What's what's going on with her? Okay. So I saw multiple TikToks and even in the comments um that you know, these are people who aren't like, you wouldn't know who they are, but they're like in the scene. So like one of them is allegedly a makeup artist that has been on set a couple of times during the reunions, you know, so they're like in the know, but not like I could tell you they're like, oh, it was Jeffree Star. (laughs) You're not gonna know who these people are because I don't even remember their names. But so the first one that I saw said that he heard from three reliable sources that are frequently around the housewives of Salt Lake City that Heather actually hit her eye on a faucet in her bathroom. Ooh. Allegedly multiple times while she was blackout drunk. On accident, I'm assuming she's like washing her face or something. Yeah, yeah. So, but she is still being shady about it. it. Yep. Hasn't admitted to it. Oh my. So she still is like kind of putting it out there that it may have been one of the other housewives that did it. Yes. And that's what people are getting upset about is because they feel like Bravo is allowing her to continue dragging on this storyline of abuse. Uh Um, If it is abuse, it needs to be addressed. If it's not abuse you need to tell the world that it's not abuse. (laughs) Like you literally have us all over here. Like which one of these housewives is actually a fucking maniac and hit Heather in the eye. When the fact of the matter is that none of them did. And she was just blacked out and actually did it. Interesting. I assume that she was embarrassed by her behavior of being completely blackout and is like trying to like play it off and all this like bullshit. But girl you were literally smashing your titties together with jen shaw on camera we all saw your boobs multiple times like you might as well just own up to it at this point you know that's what i was gonna say is that she is digging herself a mighty deep hole by like like i hate like i hate when people do that that they're just like so committed to this lie and it's just like you are the hole that you're in is so deep and it's so annoying because there's never going to be any truth coming out because you will never admit to it and we're just always going to think that someone else did it right her her memoir actually came out recently too bad mormon i believe Um, and as many of you saw on our story people have been changing it to bad (laughs) storyline That's funny. Oh my gosh, I'm intrigued. Yes. But what so, could she what would she have like what what would she have to write about though? So she used to be very Mormon. She used to be like hardcore Mormon. And yeah. so when she got divorced, she got excommunicated from the church. Um and like some of her family won't talk to her and like it's Okay, that's tough. Never mind. <laughs> we are not Heather Gay stands, but we will admit that her struggles are real. So, on Salt Lake City, aren't they all Mormon? Like, except for Jen Shaw? Mm-mm. Um, oh. Meredith and Lisa are both Jewish. 
Oh. Whitney is ex Mormon. Okay. Yeah, and then is Heather st- is she still I think her name is still yeah, I think that her name is still on the list, but she doesn't practice or go to church or, or whatever it's called there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, interesting. What well, I might have oh it doesn't have very good reviews, her. I, I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like, girl, did you at least have a ghostwriter? <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope. Oh gosh. Um, okay, so just keeping it rolling with the with the housewives tea. There's some there's another announcement that I saw that actually see, I'm not really on the housewives corner of the internet, but this was actually big news that I did see it. And it involves the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes, it was a rough week for the real housewives franchise miss lisa renna is quote unquote leaving the real housewives of beverly hills after eight seasons that is so crazy to me just because as someone who really isn't that deep into the housewives franchise to me she seems like such an icon like she's one of the ogs Right. So I I'm tr- I can't remember exactly what season she joined in. But obviously it was 8 seasons ago and I think they're on right. like I don't even know. Beverly Hills has been on for a while. I would guess 12, 14. Wow. Somewhere yeah. in between there. Um Lisa Renna this last season however was messy, messy, messy. Um I don't necessarily think I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back, if I'm being honest, because the season before that, she really went after Denise Richards. Mm. Um, it was it was a whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. Denise Richards, like, fucking lost her shit. There were rumors that she had a threesome with one of the old housewives and her <laughs> husband, and it was just all, Lord. it was all nuts. But, um, yeah, people felt like Lisa turned on Denise and Denise got on the show because her and Lisa had been friends for 20, 30 years. They've known each other forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just like completely just like turned her back on her and was like, whatever. So then this season, it was Miss Kathy Hilton that uh, Lisa Renna decided to take down. And it, oh my gosh, Kristen, it was awful. Um, so I guess they went to Vail, I think, and they went to this club bar. It seems pretty exclusive. Like you have to be wearing certain attire or they won't let you in. Mm-hmm. And so um, Kathy Hilton went up to the DJ and asked him to play Black or White by Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, and he said no. <laughs> and so then Kathy Hilton tried to pay him for the request and he still said no um and so she got really pissed and started going off on Kyle who's her sister and she and apparently like the whole club saw it like everybody saw her just like cussing her sister out like being like you're a fucking piece of shit like all this jazz um and then Lisa Renner rode home with Kathy Hilton and she claims that Kathy was throwing such a temper tantrum that she had to lock herself in her room because she didn't feel (laughs) safe she said she threw her glasses on the ground and started jumping up and down and like crushing them and that she no matter what she's gonna take down her sister and their whole family family and she was gonna take down bravo and she was gonna take down nbc and all this stuff oh my god there's obviously no proof because it was just the two of them but she just held on to it the whole season like she ended up leaving a party early because she didn't want to be around kathy hilton and um it just it was a whole thing her and erica just ran with it and we all know erica jane only ran with it because she was like please stop asking me about the orphans that my husband stole money from <laughs> so she was like we talk about somebody else so i i i honestly would not be surprised if bravo actually asked her to just not come back yeah is that something that has happened before where it's just like they're not on the next season because you think that bravo was just like yeah no you're done a hundred percent okay so there this is not unprecedented no no it's just like um beverly hills oh my god they had 
fucking Carlton. Kristen, I'm I'm gonna have to figure out which season it is because I just need you to watch one episode with this woman <laughs> just to understand. She is so freaking scary and she hated Kyle and she like literally was like talking about like putting curses on her and stuff. Oh was, my like, god. Nuts. But like I honestly don't believe that she asked to not come back. I genuinely believe they were like, this is not gonna work. Like yeah. you should not continue i'm sure there's been so, well vicky gumbleson was fired i think tamra judge was fired brandy glanville was probably fired like mm-hmm. interesting and wasn't it such a big deal too that they just brought back beverly hills with a lot of these like kind of og women um no i, I mean maybe i'm thinking of another one the, oh, you're probably you're thinking about Miami. Okay, there we go. Because its first season was last year, kind of summertime, I think. Uh-huh. And they did bring it back with the the OG cast. Okay. Um, but I mean, Beverly Hills is slipping a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Interesting. Okay. I felt like they kept Lisa Rinna on to hopefully continue a storyline. You know. Yeah. And now they're just like it's gotten too messy that like. Like in like when she came into BravoCon, she came in walking like this, with her middle fingers up in the air, because everybody was booing her. Oh my god! And you think that Bravo would embrace something like that? So that's saying something that they're like, okay, yeah, no, we're done. I think if the people hate them enough, they're like, okay, y'all are gonna stop watching if we keep this bitch on the show. So. <laughs> All right. Well, th- this has been a busy week in in. Real Housewives world. Um, is there is there anything else that we need God, to catch I hope up not. on? I hope not. <laughs> so hopefully it's a nice, calm few next days with uh with Housewives because Lord knows there's a lot to keep up with. Yes, they can't handle any more um, so information. We do have some fun content coming up on the Instagram page. Cassie came out with this amazing idea. This is her brainchild. Do you want to tell them about our our little Christmas post that we have coming up? Yeah. So by the time, like Kristen said earlier, we're filming, filming, we're filming our um, movie premiere. (laughs) We're recording this on Sunday. So we will be posting on Monday the top four um, Christmas presents that we got this year. Um, We took a poll and everyone wanted to hear about it so everyone's <laughs> gonna hear about it i love that little hall though i love i love watching people's little halls and stuff so maybe that's that's what they like it i mean i i feel special like i will show you my little christmas gift haul a hundred percent and it's like making me want to do more like i got a 200 hundred dollar gift card for amazon as one of my christmas presents so like y'all know i'm about Goodness. to buy this yeah my family does too much for Christmas, but anyway, um, so I have a couple of things on my list that I'm very excited about, especially for my work from home girlies. Ooh, um, yeah. so I'll keep y'all updated on that. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing my, um, sleep essentials because everybody wanted to hear about that as well. Yes. And these are like four or five products that like, I swear you get them, you trust me, you listen to me and you will have better sleep. Is one of them the purple mattress? It is not because that is an Arlington. So unfortunately, I cannot include that. Okay. Um, well, that is really exciting. I'm excited to hear more about it. Now, was we're talking about Christmas gifts. Um, the dip powder, was that a Christmas gift? Is that something that you wanted to, to talk about today? Yes, I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna keep it brief, guys. I really am because I'm gonna do a whole video on this because I'm coming for you, Paris Hilton. I'm pointing at you on the camera, I'm coming for you. You're like you're like know. Lisa Rinna coming after her mama. Exactly. Oops, <laughs> I shouldn't go after a Hilton if Lisa taught us anything. Um, so I don't know if she actually owns the brand or if she's just like a an ambassador for them or something. But if any of you have seen it, Nail Boo, um. Also, I know my mom's listening to this. So first and foremost, I will say it was a great gift idea. I was so excited when I opened it. Um, My mom knows how much I love having my nails done. I've been doing a lot of press-ons and things like that. Um, So she gets me. It was a great gift. So thank you, mother, for that. Um, But it's terrible. It's awful. It sucks. It's not easy to use. It is even harder to get off. Um, And I'll just... 
I'll leave it at that for now because I'm I'm gonna have a whole video. I'm even gonna show y'all the pictures of my nasty, lumpy ass, thick nails. <laughs> so you guys have that to look forward to. Yeah. Now, is are you completely turned off from like at home dip kits now just because of this one experience? You know, honestly, a little bit. Um, just because I have also done the gel ones before, mm-hmm. and I know that my girlies understand when you. I have gotten my nails done for the past 10 years, probably. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. How is it possible that I do exactly the same exact things with the same type of tools that they use at the nail salon, but yet mine look disgusting or last only one to two days? It's not adding up to me. I think there is something essential that they're keeping out of the products. I don't know exactly what it is. I was going to say, it's got to be something like to just keep us going back to the nail salon. Exactly. And that's where I will say, girlies, honestly, if you want to have fly ass nails, go to the nail salon or hit me up for how to get the press on nails to stay because I, these little Frenchies that I have on right now. Oh, love. Yes. Kiss press on nails. And these are one of my favorites because they come with these little tabs on them. Uh So when you're putting the nail on, you can use the tab to like easily pick it up and put it on and whatever. Um, so let's go for the press ons girls. Okay. I I promise you, I figured it out. I'm willing and able to share any tips and I can also recommend my favorite brands thus far. But yeah, don't get nail boo. It's a waste of money. <laughs> so y'all can look forward to that on our Instagram page. <laughs> and Kristen uh, has a fun one to share or allude to, I should say. Oh, yes. I'm really excited for this because I feel like y'all are really going to like it. So we have, uh, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up. I know a lot of people have kind of like mixed feelings about Valentine's Day or they just straight up hate it. I, for one, I'm kind of a fan of Valentine's Day. I think it's cute okay. and fun, regardless of your relationship status. Okay. Um, so let's just say I put a little care package together for a little Valentine's Day present for someone. So keep an eye on our Instagram page, and we will be letting you guys know how you can get a little Valentine's Day care package from yours truly. Yes. With lots it- of good stuff. And might I add that there's going to be some fun gossip girlies content in Z Basket. Love content. So pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. We got a lot of good stuff coming. And that's just, that's all we do in 2023. Just putting goodness out into the world. We busy. <laughs> we booked and busy. Um <laughs> Let's right. get to the meat and potatoes. So, yes. Um, if y'all listened last week, you know that this week we are talking about the circle. Cassie and I both love the circle. We are now on season five um, of the show. I don't think it, it. they haven't shown the finale yet. We're still kind of like halfway in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be real. I think I only made it through like episode two or three. Um, was watching it last night and woke up. And it was still on. And <laughs> so I, I missed an unknown amount of time. Okay, so we know how Kristen feels about this season. Dude, I'm going to be real. I was thinking about it. No one really has caught my heart, really. Um, I mean, I, I find them all, like, generally likable. Um, Raven, of course, I love her. I feel like everyone loves her and I literally was thinking when they're doing the introductions at the very beginning of the season I was like I wonder how that would work if they were ever to have someone who is deaf or blind or something on the circle and then here comes Miss Raven and I'm like this is fun your askings yes well because I mean like everything in this world we need to diversify you know they had a little person on one of the seasons I feel like we could you know we could spice it up a little bit um so i've made it so far to where uh we have miss jennifer aka brett and santhi together who might be like the two least likable people i've ever seen on the circle (laughs) am i wrong on that 
Okay. Do you disagree? Well, I'm going to support you first and foremost, because I'm going to be honest. I started watching it maybe a few days ago and I completely zoned out and like forgot about it. And I looked up and it was on episode six and I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> um, so I, I agree. But what I will say to you and to everyone out there listening just make it past episode three. I promise it gets better. Really? Push through a little bit because I felt exactly the same way. I even literally wrote in my notes over here, like about how it it just took me a while to find anybody that I actually liked. What I will say is I don't agree with you on, um, Zandy. Xanthi. Xanthi. (laughs) See, I don't even know her name. I mean, I don't love her, but, um, but Brett, however, immediately hated him. Immediately. Which is surprising because I really think just based on the last few seasons, the fuck boys kind of make it far-ish. So I was kind of surprised he, that he got blocked day one. I think he took it too far. I think he, one, didn't say enough. So they had to go off of like the very small impression that they did have. And- you know, thinking about especially like Joey, like one of the best winners of the circle, um, loved him. He was a fuck boy, but he mm-hmm. also had like this soft, gushy center to him that made him likable. I don't think Brett has that. That's really, really true. Like if you he Joey kind of had the like fuck boy exterior, but if you like got him in a personal chat and you were like, Joey, I am missing a leg. He'd be like, oh my, <laughs> he'd be like, oh my God, like, that's so crazy. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Whereas Brett would be like, okay. So like, do you have a fake one? <laughs> then how do you go to the club and yeah. to work on guys all night? So how do you go to the pool party? <laughs> <laughs> the fakest pool parties. Goodness. Oh God. I couldn't stand him. Um, I will say the ones that grew on me though were actually Sam. I really like her. She she's really rough around the edges. I I can see myself like warming up to her for sure. Yes, yes. And um, then of course Chaz and Raven. Um, I and this is my kind of theory. I would say about why I feel like it was hard to like anyone off the bat on this season. It took. I want to say at least three or four episodes for someone to finally just say something fucking emotional. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just sitting here thinking like, do you guys not watch the previous seasons? Like, this is how people win. They talk about the struggles that they went through to get here. They Mm -hmm. talk about they're here because their whole family's house burnt down in a fire. (laughs) Like, that is how you win. You pull at the heartstrings. People like you, and then they keep you around. Right. And it was finally, like, the third or fourth episode where Chaz finally was like, you know. <gasps> oh, about uh, the, his because his brother died. But yes. also, Chaz isn't actually a nurse. I know. He, he quit <laughs> He quit nursing school. He did do that. Um, but, okay, I did make it that far. And yeah. it, like, I mean, Chaz was already very likable, too. But yes. he also, too, like, it turns out that he's either gay or bi one of the two um so I feel like a lot of people are like starting to you know relate to him on that but that's a really good point he was the first one who really came out and said like that you know this is like a deeper part but I think also deadass it was during that truth or dare game that they were playing and the question was like what's something that like people we don't know know about about yeah (laughs) and then oh my god and then that's when Samantha really won me over she was like damn I was over here talking about shitting in a bathtub (laughs) he's like i got blackout drunk pooped in the bathtub and made poop Poop angels she was like damn that was deep i was gonna talk about pooping in the tub i will say i i did like her intro when she was like i'm here for the girls who have to shave their big toes yes (laughs) you know those four hairs that's me but and she, I love how she came out and she was like, do I have a booger? Don't make me look silly on TV. And I'm like, girl, your whole nipples are out. Like, <laughs> you don't need to be worried about a booger. Uh, but see, it makes me nervous though, because I think she's a little bit too aggressive. You know, like she originally, she had beef with who Marvin, I guess, like, cause Marvin was going to block her. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, she okay, just, Marvin, like, fuck you. Like, don't talk to me, Marvin. I'm like, you're not going to win that way, Sam. <laughs> she definitely tones it down. They have a conversation. They make up. Um, I think she kind of realizes, like, okay, like, maybe I don't have to kiss people's ass and brown nose, but I can also just be, like, a little softer. Yeah. I think that she's probably been through some things in her life that, like, have led her to be just, like, super hard all the time. Um, but, um, and then later in the episodes, I think I made it to episode six, maybe, um, Raven talks about how her mom died a few years ago and, um, oh my God. So you don't know who came back. No. Who came from like a previous season? Yeah. No, I don't know. Do you want me to tell you or do you want to watch it? Uh, is it a famous person? I've been famous from the show. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can tell me. Shuby comes back. <gasps> no way! Yes. Yeah. And he plays as a catfish named Sasha. Oh my gosh, Shuby. Yes, I was so oh excited. They literally only showed his feet and his suitcase, and I just fucking knew it was him. That is so funny. I loved him so much. I'm surprised he didn't win that year. But that was also that he was, was Joey's second. Season. Yeah, exactly. Joey won and he was second. That was such a good season. It really was. It really was. Oh my shooby. Yeah, they have him oh playing a girl. Oh Lord. He's not gonna last very long. <laughs> I'm <know>. sorry. <laughs> I thought they were gonna have him coming on here as like someone who like got voted off relatively early from another season you know like they were gonna have him playing like chloe or something you know what i mean yeah um not just some random girl who's like a tech blogger or something <laughs> i love it like i feel like he that is not gonna go well for shuby love him to death but i just don't think he can pull it off but also i love how Santi was like i'm a model but i'm gonna lie and say that i'm a preschool teacher like eh, right. catfish and i'm like Ugh. So I'm like, girl, who is going to look at you and think that you are a fucking preschool teacher with your titties hanging out in every photo? <laughs> but also, I mean, maybe Brittany is already gone. Brittany is not long for this world. No. Her, her dad, I, what's it, Brian? Brian, yeah. He did get voted off. Um, and he went to see Raven. Um, and they really hit it off. It was really Aww, cute. Yeah, it was very cute. Sweet. It was cute. Okay, I mean, I definitely, I'm obviously going to keep watching, but I'm. It hasn't captured my heart just yet. Um, but also I know too, as soon as they start, they've already had a lot of curveballs thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like the very first blocking, I thought that was yeah. really clever. Like you had to you know put who you would block if you were the influencer then tell everyone who you would block. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um what do you think about marvin you don't like I him? Hate him no <laughs> no i don't like him um he's way too cocky mm-hmm. um and so him and raven have like a little thing going on and yeah. then all of a sudden these two other girls show up and all of a sudden he's interested in them too and i'm just like and he's like, oh, I hope Raven doesn't find out about this. And I'm like, this is on fucking national television. International television, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Well, I like him, obviously, because he is my brother in braces. So I got to support him on that. But he needs to put a shirt on is what um, needs I to know. happen. I'm like, we get it. You're buff. Leave us yeah. alone. <sighs> I'm excited that I, I feel like, I hope they do another like celebrity person this time. That was I, so fun. I think it's fun when they do that, even though it's random and like, even though, uh, well, last year they had that one dude who was like the radio guy. Oh God. What was his name? Oh, Hit, oh God. It, oh, it started. It, I think it started with a Z or like had a Z in it somewhere. Hold on, let me Google. Because he was, like, kind of famous, but kind of not. But, like, people didn't really know who he was. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm, like, ch- also, Bruno. I hate Bruno. No. Or. Yeah. <laughs> she literally is just, like, hanging on by the skin of her teeth or whatever the saying is. Yeah. By just middling. Also, literally. I also just, I think it's stupid when people like that catfish with like someone random like it makes more sense to me when brian is catfishing as his daughter 
yes. that makes sense. But when you just pick some random dude, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, also it was sweet because like when he met with Raven, um, he like told her like, you know, I was doing this to like win the money for my daughter and my granddaughter. Was it this guy? Josh Brubaker? Yeah, Brew. Brew. Yes. I don't know where I got C from, but yeah, Brew. Yeah. He was cool. He was a good, I feel, well, also I remember you and I definitely said this when it was like season two, because season one, the characters were so good. Yeah. And then season two came along and we were like, eh, but they're not season one. Yeah. It's kind of just like, I guess I, I, I do just have to like watch long enough until I like latch on with one of the characters. Right. And and that's what takes this season is definitely the longest it's taken for me for sure but um i obviously love the spice girls being on last time but i will never love anything more than fucking lance bass's personal assistant coming and pretending to be him and then her and that skinny dude coming back to play that gay old man oh yeah that's the shit i want to see that's what i want to see i don't want to see two 20 something hot boy and girl living together like that's boring i want an old woman and a young boy i want an old man and a gay younger boy with afro like i don't know like i want some dynamics i know and i'm just gonna say what everyone's thinking i immediately thought as soon as xanthi and what's his nuts brett moved in together i'm like how long is it gonna take before they hook up i know <laughs> I like kind of don't want to ruin it and look up if they are actually dating, but yeah, there it's like an I'll give it a ninety nine point nine percent chance. It's especially why well, I also just do not like either of their personalities and they're like because what's well, just Xanthi from what I've seen it's mostly just Xanthi doing like saying whatever as Jennifer and Brett's like oh yeah 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 that's good. I'm like, yeah, he was like yeah add the cat sush emoji. <laughs> That is so funny. So I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Do you feel like you would go far on the circle? Honestly, I do. I honestly feel like I could win that shit. I really, really? do. You just, just like because, be able to play it. Yeah. Like also, I just like, like I'm a recruiter and my job is literally to like, I don't want to say manipulate because that sounds bad, but like I'm good at persuading people to do things. Okay. And, like, you know, I just have to be able to read people. Like, I have to, like, read the unspoken of someone over the phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're saying one thing, but I, I know that they're meaning something else. Like, you got to know how to read people. Right. And that is and- exactly why I would not make it far at all, because I do not think, like, deeply enough. You know, I would just be saying whatever. And it's like you watch <laughs> you watch this show and people are like, oh, she she put hashtag girl gang. But like that doesn't really mean that she, you know, is really gonna have my back. Whereas like I would just be saying whatever, you know? <laughs> You're like sitting here like relying on an alliance you made six weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like me and Bob, you know, I think the first day said we had each other's back. So I think I'm good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bob is he's getting ready to block my ass. Yeah, right. Like, we should get Kristen out. <laughs> I definitely would not make it far at all. Oh. But and but it also makes me laugh too, how it's like you can very clearly tell that they had only been in the circle for like a day and the already like <gasps> Marvin was gonna block me, but You're we right. made such a good connection. Yes. Like, y'all exchange like maybe two words to each exactly. other. Exactly. Yes. I do hate that. I'm like, y'all relax. So I don't know. I don't know if they like if there's a lot of conversations that happen that we just don't know about but I don't know that part just seems like very unbelievable to me I know it's like y'all were in the group chat for like five messages like how how are you offended (laughs) how do you either already have an alliance or already hate each other exactly you're like already going for Sam for why because her picture oh that's what Marvin said because her pictures looked filtered and I'm like oh yeah and I'm like if you don't have a filtered picture in here, you're sus to me. 
you're putting your best foot forward like come on like you're just you're you're in the circle putting raw ass pictures of you up there i know you know it at least has the paris filter on it like come on got something you mess with the exposure something exactly structure sharpened all that good stuff all right well i'm excited to keep watching um do you want to keep talking about the circle next week yeah yeah i'm sure there will be more developments yeah it always gets so much juicier towards the end especially Honestly, they are the last episode i watched was episode five i think and that outro i'm telling you they were laying it on thick i hope to every time i feel like there is either like too many people in the circle towards the end or they like add people too late to where <laughs> yes, it's like I you're like you're messing with the with the with the mojo here so hopefully they avoid those things we'll see yeah i hate that it's like there's like three episodes left and they're bringing in two new people and you're like how are they supposed to win yeah yeah dumb Uh, and i like it's so much better when there's only like you know five or six people versus like eight or nine it's just like too many people for my little brain to keep up with exactly i'm like i have to remember how to drive a car i can't remember all of these people okay got the real problems exactly all righty well is there anything else that you wanted to talk about this week that you wanted to gossip about i don't think so all righty well that will do it for episode two of gossip girlies we hope y'all enjoyed thanks as much as always for listening shout out cassie you can literally listen to us anywhere literally i don't think there's a single platform that we're not on is that right I mean, I did all the ones I could find. (laughs) But if there's some platform we're missing by some slim chance, let us know. And I'm sure we can get us on there. But if you're enjoying listening to us, please give us a five-star review. If you're listening, I definitely Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm sure that there are other platforms out there where you can rate us as well. Um, And like we talked about earlier, you better be following us on Instagram at GossipGirliesXO and Possibly even have like post notifications on because shit's about to pop off on the gram. Exactly. Y'all better be ready. (laughs) I don't think they're ready. I don't think they are. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. We needed that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, on that note, thanks guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.